Hello and happy Hanukkah, everyone. This is Keith, and I'd like to welcome you to Klezmer Podcast 45, the special Hanukkah edition of Klezmer Podcast. I'd like to take this opportunity to wish all of you and your families, as the Klezmatics would say, a happy, joyous Hanukkah, wherever you are in the world. The website is www.klezmerpodcast.com, and you can email me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. On this special edition of the podcast, I'm very pleased to bring you some backstage interviews with the performers of the recent Lights Celebrate Hanukkah Live in Concert event that was videotaped as a PBS television special here in the United States. The concert was performed before a live audience back in August 2008 and will be airing throughout the month of December on PBS television in the U.S. The concert is also available on CD and DVD, but more about that later. I'd like to thank Craig Taubman for allowing me backstage access to the performers before and after the concert, and also for arranging the two telephone interviews that appear on the podcast. I will be playing the interviews back-to-back without any further commentary from me, and the interviews that we have are from Hazan Alberto Mizrahi, Rabbi David Wolpe, father and son violinists Mike and Jared Stein, jazz saxophonist Dave Koz, and Craig Taubman. So here we go with the interviews from Lights Celebrate Hanukkah Live in Concert. Hi, this is Keith with the Klezmer Podcast, and I'm speaking with Abe Mizrahi before the Hanukkah Lights concert. Uh, welcome to Closer Podcast, Abe. Thanks a lot. A lot of people call me Alberto because that's my real name. I'm from Greece originally, believe it or not, and my parents called me Alberto to the day they died. But uh, you can call me Abe because you've known me for five seconds. That's what my old friends call me. Uh, yeah, this is a, a, a very cool uh, concept, and I, I think it's uh, something whose time is long past. I mean, we needed it for, for 50 years, 100 years. Uh, there's, comes Hanukkah and all you have is this mediocrity on, you know, on radio and television. So finally we put together a, a group of people who, who are tops of their fields and uh, they come in and they contemporize a tradition that's very old but keep the tradition as well. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's cool. A lot of klezmer, a lot of Hasidic, a lot of... Uh, I do Sephardic. I'm doing a Renaissance Maoist tour but to a jazz beat. Um, doing uh, Ocho Candelicas to a pure tango written by Floria Goda. Uh, I've always heard it as a pure tango and people are always doing it, you know, ah, please give me a break. <laughs> and uh, uh, so uh, doing that and then I'm doing this Sephardic Odecha um, from the Hallel service uh, but I'm doing it to an old um, uh, Middle Eastern tune called Fel Shara Kanet Petet Masha which is Arabic but um, it was made actually famous by Odetta. She did a, sol- a, a single of that uh, back in the God knows when's 50s, 60s, whatever. It was uh, it was a big hit for her, and uh, hasn't been heard very much. So we're doing that, and a few other things. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm very uh, very privileged to be on the program, and and Chicago will where I live will you know will be honored. <laughs> Chicago, very good. So uh, what do you do in Chicago? I'm the cantor at Anshe Emmet Synagogue. I've uh, been there for 18 years. Uh, it's a great conservative congregation. I think one of the few left. You know, the really still thriving big congregations, because we're a cineplex, you know, we, 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 we lift everybody's soul that we can, you know, we have a lot of different kinds of things going on. But, um, I, you know, I grew up in, the, in, in a, in a um, 
traditional style. So my cantors were David Kozovitsky and Moshe Ganshoff, they were my teachers. So I, I take that, and in the last 10 years, I've delved into contemporizing that tradition as well. So although I sound authentic and Hineni and Kol Nidre and all that stuff, then we have Taubman and we have, you know, Finkelstein, we have a lot of people, and I do, uh, and I bring those tunes in so that the congregation can sing, you know, Bekol Ramwin. And uh, it's cool. And uh, my, my, my klezmer fame actually came with Frank London. Uh, Back two years ago, we, uh, it was my only time on stage with these guys. You know, he won't let me on stage with them. What can I say? But back at the Krakow uh, Festival, uh, the, you know, the, the Jewish Music Festival, it was uh, fantastic. And we, uh, we, 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 uh, we hit it off on Shia Bonabiz Amigdash. Tell me about how we met in the singer bar at 3 in the morning with you singing opera across the, the room while we were getting drunk. Don't yeah, it was something like, Frank London! Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I remember. I remember the singer Bart there back at uh, back in Krakow. We we had a few drinks. It was only three or four in the morning. Um, that's when I sing my best. At three or four in the morning, or after a few drinks, or both? Yes. <laughs> Very good. And uh, how did they? How did you get connected with the Hanukkah Lights concert? I've. Uh, I've been involved with Craig, not that way, please, uh, but I have been involved with Craig musically um, over the last uh, 10 years or so, decade. Um, uh, he and I sort of knew each other, we, we respected each other's music, but it was like never the shell of twain meet, you know, but um, when I started saying to myself, gosh, I, I have to bring some of this stuff into the synagogue, I went to the source. You know, I went on to, to uh, Sinai uh, and listened to uh, Friday Night Live, I went to B'nai Jeshurun in New York, listened to their services, and and I said, you know, I like them both, but it's not exactly what I want to do, but let me take from the best, you know. And I started working with uh, Craig, uh, listening to some of his music and saying, hey, let's develop some new songs. And we've actually written three or four things together that we've recorded. And I've had him over the synagogue a number of times. We do services, and he sort of falls into my style as I fall into his. And we respect each other and love each other that way. So uh, I've become his, you know, quote-unquote, canner. <laughs> That's how I got into this. Very good. And uh, do you have any... Uh, albums out or uh, uh, web page or MySpace or something people can uh, find you? You can find all my music and uh, my, my schedule and stuff like that on uh, albertomizrahi.com as well. Over, over the years I've recorded uh, 26 or 7 CDs. Uh, I've done 8 things for the uh, Milken archive. In fact, the big one is coming out this year. It's uh, the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, uh, the way it would have been done back in the 40s or 50s in a conservative synagogue with choir, you know, the whole thing. Big, big deal. We're using it as not always an archive record, but as a record that could be a reference record to young cantors who don't have anybody to listen to. You know, there are no services like that anymore. So we felt we better put that down before it's too late. Um, so I do have a number of things, and uh, my, my latest couple of things, one is kind of funky, um, the Afro-Semitic experience. I don't know if you know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've worked with them a little bit, too, and uh, we just recorded a Yizkor. Believe that's it or not. right. That's right. A jazz yisker. So that, right. that that's going to be very interesting. To I'm going to get my uh, preview copy so I can uh, review it. Cool. We're we're actually performing it at the Eldridge Street Shul and doing an opening uh, night uh, in a couple of weeks on the 20th of August. So when you see David, tell him to keep keep me in mind when he's sending him out. I'll, I'll tell him that, Keith. Um, so I got that, and then I have another piece that's called um, uh, Alberto Mizrahi, My World. And it's all my Sephardic music with a couple of Yiddish things thrown in. It's kind of funky. Uh, that's exactly what it sounds like. And Craig just put it, uh, I couldn't put it any better. It's the dulcet tones of Craig Talman. <laughs> yeah. But this was done with some of the best jazz guys in, in uh, Chicago, actually. Howard Levy, I don't know if you know him, the Grammy Award-winning harmonica and pianist. And, uh, 
a, a number of guys. I, just, I don't want to miss Stuart Rosenberg, a bunch of guys. And uh, it was, um, I, th- I think it's going to be a, a very, very nice record. In fact, uh, Craig, if he ever has a moment, will release it for me. But uh, God knows when he's going to get around to it. Perfect. All right. Well, Abe, thanks very much. I know you got to get ready for your show. And appreciate uh, talking to me. And nice to meet you. Okay. And thank you very much. Uh, it's a new audience for me, the Klezmer uh, podcast. And I hope you'll uh, listen to my records. Take care. Hi, this is Keith. And I'm talking now with Rabbi David Wolpe. Uh, welcome to the Closer Podcast, Rabbi. Thank you. Uh, what are you doing in the uh, Hanukkah Lights event, and how did you get involved with it? Well, for years now, Craig and I have been doing Friday Night Live. That is Craig Taubman, who put this all together, and I have been doing Friday Night Live services at Sinai Temple for thousands of young singles. And when he uh, talked to me about this podcast and asked me if I would contribute a little bit of rabbinic perspective and perhaps a little bit of uh, you know spiritual uh, messaging to accompany all the beautiful music, I said it would be my pleasure and my honor. So I'm here celebrating uh, Hanukkah in August. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Hi, this is Keith, and I'm visiting backstage from the Hanukkah Lights concert with Mike Stein and Jared Stein, the father-son duo. Uh, Welcome to Closer Podcast. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) So um, tell me about your uh, little history together, or what, what you guys do, and how you got involved with this program. Papa, speak up. <laughs> well, I played uh, violin for Craig Taubman for many, many years when I lived in Washington, D.C., and traveled all around the country with him. And uh, Jared and I, our family, have, have been playing music together um, ever since a uh, three-day um, electrical storm uh, power outage. And our family realized that, you know, everyone's going off their own way playing TV or, or watching TV or playing video games. And then we all discovered that we could play music together. And so that's what we did. And uh, we've been playing music together ever since. Yeah. You guys pl- both play violin. Yeah. Yes. Anything with And anything else as well, probably. Yeah, he used to play. Um, well, from him, I got violin, guitar, mandolin. Um, he swings with the banjo. I haven't touched that one yet. But, uh, yeah, no no wind instruments. No offense, wind instruments. None in our house. Well, you play shofar. A little bit of shofar. Yeah. And the voice. Yeah. We all sing. Everybody in the family sings. Um, we have... We have uh, Jared is one of three brothers. Uh, Jacob uh, Stein, who lives in uh, New York City. And he's a cantor and a... Uh, a music specialist there and, and uh, in fact he just did a recording that um, Sophie Solomon uh, his fiance played on violinist and also uh, Frank London from the uh, Klezmatics and their old drummer uh, that they used to play with them <laughs> and then I have a son Justin there's a theme here. They all have J names. And Justin is a, a bass player and a singer. He graduated uh, last year from college as a vocals major. Uh, and uh, Jared graduated as an ethnomusicologist major. Oh, uh, fabulous. Yeah. So, And my wife sings. She's a wonderful singer. She's the goddaughter of, uh, of Todd Duncan, who was the original Porgy and Porgy and Bess. So uh, she's learned to sing on her uh, her godfather's knee. So. And I always went to bed hearing spirituals, you know, sung to me, and uh, paired with uh, all sorts of lullabies. Uh, but it's just such a, a nice background to come from. Uh, my mom being uh, mostly African American, 
and my father being Jewish, um, you know, the with roots going back into Eastern Europe, and his the the cantorial style that he grew up with, and uh, it's really just and, and and the fusion of of the couple and the family together is just. Uh, it's been such a, an amazing experience for us as a family, and I think I, you know, I can always look to him, uh, to to my parents as as a source of, you know, all sorts of soul. You know, we've got the Jewish soul, we've got the the black soul, we've got we've got, you know, deep soul to spare. Soul to spare. <laughs> um, I feel it. You know this 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 uh, show w- that reaches to all all types of music really really got to me. The, the gospel, you know, Joshua Nelson ugh, tore it up. <laughs> you know, I love hearing that. It just speaks to me. Right. And uh, and uh, let's talk a moment for about the song that you did. Okay. Well, uh, I w- which I like very much, by the way. Thank you. So, um, let's see, where does it start? Well, at a party. Yeah. Well, basically. Well, let's tell uh, tell what it is first, and then you can okay, talk so, about. Okay. So, so the song is the the violin part is from a song that uh, I wrote years back um, called "Oh Well," um, and I got to perform this song at Craig Talman's house for one of his gatherings. Was it a, a birthday? It was just a jam session. It was just a jam, jam session. session. You know, the only kind of party we ever grew up with. Jam sessions at Craig Talman's house. It's got to be yes. fun. Yeah. yeah. With Stuart Robinson there and uh, and all sorts of people. And the, the Rolling Steins were asked to perform. And then my mom, mom and dad goaded me on and said, hey, Jared, perform. And I was like, no, 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 no. And they said, yeah, and then everybody in the room said, yeah. So I played about four songs, which is quite past the one to two song limit that most people had. And uh, it was it was wild. And I got a call recently from uh, Stuart and Craig. Uh, basically, they, they were inspired by, you know, the, the song I did where I beatboxed and played violin. And re- I had not that long ago recorded uh, a rap on one of Craig Talman's albums inscribed with my brother Justin. So he knew that I could rap. He knew that I could beatbox and play violin. And Mike Stein was my dad. And (laughs) put two and two together, probably more than that, multiplied two and two. And uh, came up with this idea and and it just kind of exploded. And, uh, you know, there's the original Hanukkah rap, which was for kids. And uh, I adapted it a little bit so that it would be more in my voice. And he was totally cool with that. And uh, it's, it just, re- and it was really, it, it was really a pleasure for me to play that. And I think my favorite part in the performance tonight was ending it with my dad. You know, we always do the twin fiddles. Like, to do a, a, a somewhat classical thing after the rap, <laughs> yeah. I mean that was yeah. a great, a great transition, a great, great finish. I thought. Yeah. yeah, Dad, I'm sure you thought so too. I think so too. You know, it's be- I've got to be the happiest man in the world. I mean, I have three sons that play music with me and want to play music with me, and in this beautiful styles, you know, Jewish and country and rock and every single style you can imagine, jazz. 
And I'm a very lucky man, a very, very lucky man. And it's an interesting story where Jared um, started beatboxing and playing the violin. He had brought his violin to uh, to uh, New Orleans, right? New Orleans. And he didn't bring a guitar. So... Uh, his mom wanted uh, uh, her her cousin to hear some of the songs that he'd written, and this song he uh, he just started. He didn't have a, a, a guitar to play, so he sang and started to beatbox with it, and that's and that's how it, it it came about. Actually, in New Orleans, right, but right before Katrina, in fact, wow, he had gone into the studio and, and recorded that with somebody, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So it it has quite a history. Yes. Very good, and. You're at the local synagogue here, right? Which one? Yes. I'm at uh, Temple Aliyah in Woodland Hills. Um, it's uh, a conservative synagogue, about 900 families. And um, I love it there. We have, we, I get the chance to do a, I have services that I've written that are jazz and country and rock and roll. We have a klezmer band. We have a klezmer Shabbat once a month. Uh, very, a lot of music there. An awful lot of music. And uh that's it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. And hopefully, have Joshua Nelson out. Yeah, I hope so. In January, yeah. there's a, we have a, gospel a gospel service. Andre Crouch brings his choir and uh, some of the members of his congregation, and it's just an amazing interfaith celebration of of life. You know, gorgeous and great music. Sure, I'm sure that sounds great. Uh, and do you have any CDs out or a website or MySpace or anything like that that people can find you? Well, we're getting there. There's Canterstein.com, which is very kind of, uh, you know, uh, homemade kind of. Uh, Soon to come is the Rolling Stein's yes. website. Yes. So keep Absolutely. an eye out. Yeah. So uh, right now you can find us at www.Canterstein.com. Uh, you can get some more information from there. I have an album out, a CD called uh, Shabbat and Swing Time, which is a jazz uh, service. And I'm also, uh, I've recorded a lot of albums for children, and I have one that was nominated for a Grammy Award and one that I played on that got a Grammy uh, two years ago. So uh, there's a bit of discography there, but we need to get into the studio, our family. Just for the Rolling Stones, we need to do it. We can use all the help we can get, too. (laughs) Okay, well, when you do that, I hope you'll... uh, Shoot me a copy so that I can uh, tell, tell everybody about it, write a review. Absolutely. We'd love to. Fantastic. We'd love to. Okay, Michael and Jared Stein, thanks so much for visiting with us on the Closer Podcast. Thank you. We're glad to do it. All right. Take, take care out there. Hi, this is Keith from Klezmer Podcast, and I'm visiting right now with jazz saxophonist Dave Cause. Dave, uh, welcome to Klezmer Podcast. Thank you very much, Keith. Nice to talk with you. Thanks for taking a few minutes. Um, I wanted to ask you about uh, the Hanukkah concert with Craig Talman. Um, how did you get involved with the concert? Well, I've known Craig for a really long time. In fact, uh, way back when we were just starting out, both he and I were about the same age, although he might be a couple of years older uh, than me, but don't don't tell him I said that, okay? Okay. Um, but we... Uh, 
we were starting out in Los Angeles and, and he was making these records and, and I was just a, a saxophone player starting out and he invited me to play on a bunch of them and we did some gigs together. And so we've, we kind of grew up uh, together making music and having a lot of fun. And, and he's, he's one of the most creative people I know. And I, I have so much respect for him, what he's been able to, uh, to create in his, in his world, uh, doing Jewish music. I mean, it's really amazing that he can travel all over the country. In fact, uh, travel uh, outside the country as well and, um, share his unique brand of, uh, of Jewish music. And he approached me about this Hanukkah special. And, and what I love about him is he's never afraid to try something that, that hasn't been tried before. And the fact that he had this idea to do a PBS special, um, to my knowledge, the first Hanukkah special for PBS, uh, that was a big idea and a bold one, uh, to say the least. And he said, would you be interested in being involved? And I said, absolutely. I mean, I love firsts. Uh, this is a first, certainly, for uh, for Hanukkah. And, you know, I've been doing a, a holiday tour. For, we're out on tour right now. This is our 11th annual holiday tour. You know, Christmas gets so much press and so much publicity, and there's so much Christmas music out there. <clears throat> the country is bombarded with it uh, from like Halloween on. You know, so here's one opportunity to um, celebrate and put a spotlight on Hanukkah uh, in on television, no less. And I was very excited to be a part of it. That's terrific. Now. You performed uh, "Over the Rainbow," which is, you know, a song that, that we all know, but maybe not necessarily associate with with the Hanukkah holiday. But it in the in the concert, it fit perfectly somehow. How do you explain that? Well, we were looking for, um, you know, because I'm I am Jewish, um, but I'm not a musician who plays Jewish music, and we were looking for the right song and. Um, uh, I had just released an album called At the Movies, uh, which on that CD was included uh, Over the Rainbow. And Craig and I were just, uh, we were having lunch one day and we were talking about repertoire and I was thinking, well, maybe I'll play something, you know, we'll find a, uh, a Jewish melody that made sense. And he, and he said, well, what about <clears throat> Over the Rainbow? I was like, well, it's not really a Jewish melody. Um, and yet when you think about what that song means, uh, and how that song fits into people, uh, especially, well, it's known the world over, but in our country, how young and old and everybody from every walk of life knows that song and it touches this very core piece of us because it's a song about hope. It's really about looking forward and looking into the future with that, those, those eyes wide open with the, the promise of something better coming uh, in the future. And really, that's where the parallel to Hanukkah is, because the Jewish play for so many uh, thousands of years has always been about looking forward and hope about the future. Uh, and that's what that holiday seems to symbolize, at least to me, is that uh, looking on that child's face as he's looking at the glow of the Hanukkah and going, okay, well, you know, it's a better times are ahead, that, that sense of promise, that sense of hope. And when I play that melody over the rainbow, that's what comes into my heart. And hopefully when people see the, the Hanukkah special that Craig put together, that it will activate that same space in, in the viewer's heart as well. 
Oh, that's wonderful. That's a great way of looking at the Over the Rainbow. So then, what was it like for you uh, to participate, actually, with all the other artists and, and being on the stage for this event? Well, I'm a fan, you know, so I, I love anybody who does their thing and does it unabashedly. So you've got um, Alberto Mizrahi, who's one of the great cantors, incredible tenor, you know, and just belting it out. Um, it's the first time that I've shared the stage with the Cosmetics. Um, I've been a fan of theirs uh, for, for years, but getting a chance to see uh, how they do what they do. Um, everybody, you know, there was uh, one rap artist, there was a bunch of different cultural things represented. It was a really nice mix of singer-songwriters, instrumentalists, dancers, um, more more uh, strict, uh, like a, uh, the, the way the, the cantor sang, that's sort of more Jewish liturgy kind of thing. It was a really interesting mix and beautiful how it all was weaved together in a way that makes it a very entertaining show for people to watch. And the thing that I think is cool is that I believe that people who are not Jewish will will happen upon it on PBS and they'll go, what is that? And it may turn some people on to a little bit more of, of, of really what it means to celebrate Hanukkah right now for the average person. It's like, well, they, I guess they get eight nights and they light a, a menorah and... Uh, uh, and that's pretty much it. So this is really, I think, doing not only a ser- service for Jews here in the United States who are going to have now finally a, um, a show to watch uh, to celebrate their holiday, but for non-Jews as well to kind of open up some eyes. That's terrific. And I think you know the PBS is a great vehicle to, uh, to do that because it does have a wide reach. For sure. And, and, and also a very sophisticated taste. People who... Uh, watch PBS are the ones that r- really are open to a wide variety of, of musical um, expressions. You know, this is the the audience that whether it's doo-wop or Chris Bote on trumpet or um, some of the, the classical musicians or Yo-Yo Ma or a Hanukkah special. We did a Nap the Movie special last year for PBS that was uh, run all over the, the country. I think that the, the PBS audience is really much more so than the, the typical network audience, they're really open to giving things a try and staying with something for a minute to see whether they really like it. And I think this uh, this special really is very entertaining, too. It's, it, there's a lot there, and it's put together in a very entertaining way, so I think people will be, uh, will be sticking with it. Terrific. Okay, well, I know you have a busy schedule, and I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to uh, talk with me on Clusper Podcast today. Dave Cause, thanks very much, and have a great time on your uh, holiday tour. Thank you so much, Keith, and happy Hanukkah to you. Hi, this is Keith from Clusper Podcast, and I'm speaking now with Craig Talman, founder and originator of the Celebrate Hanukkah Live concert event. Good morning, Craig, and welcome to Clusper Podcast once again. Good morning to you, Keith. Good morning to you, or whenever this airs, good evening to somebody. To somebody afternoon. around the world. There you go. So we're here today to talk about the Celebrate Hanukkah Live in Concert, which is going to be airing on PBS a little bit later in December of 2008. and It's actually airing tonight in New York. 
what, uh, whatever, what is today, December 3rd? 3rd, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all over the country at different times. They'll, they'll re-air it as well. But yeah, it, it began airing yesterday, from what I understand. Terrific. And I was very privileged to get to uh, attend the concert, and you were very nice to give me uh, access to all the performers backstage. But I didn't get a chance to speak with you. You were very busy and running around and organizing things, so I finally got a couple minutes to catch up with you. So what I wanted to find out is how you got the idea to uh, produce this concert and, and what you hope to accomplish with it. Well, the idea was always out there. You know, if, if you're in... If you're in the entertainment business, there's no better vehicle to entertain people in this world than and to reach a large group of people than television. So to do a television show is always something that I wanted to do, and the natural is to do a special on Hanukkah because it's a time that everybody can relate to. Passover would be another good one, but Hanukkah was a slam dunk uh, in terms of, of getting an audience. Uh, getting PBS to agree with another story, you know, because I've been hawking them for years to do something. I did a, a little piece like two, three years ago that was marginally well received, and um, this time they said, "Well, let's do the whole shebang. Let's let's do a one-hour special and um, get get artists and do it." And that's what we did. Well, that's terrific, and it's a wide range of. Uh types of performances as well, everything from cosmetics to uh, dancers oh, and everything. Rocky. Yeah, and Mayor Winningham, Dave Coz, uh, Josh Nelson, Joshua Nelson, Michelle Citron, she's the Russia Shaman girl. You're right, we have dancers, we have the, the Kesha Kayim dancers as well as the um, body traffic dancers. So it's a pretty, pretty eclectic group of performers and, and styles, genres. And uh, as well, you, you had so many people uh, uh, attending a really good audience. And uh, I don't know how everybody found out about the concert to go to it, but you did fill up the uh, theater that day. We did. That was actually probably the most difficult aspect of the production, was getting people to come to a Hanukkah concert in, in uh, little Tokyo uh, in the middle of August. Most people, when we advertised it, thought it was a joke. They thought it was one of Taubman's... Yeah, right, that's funny. But we were serious. And obviously, we we, we pulled it off. We pulled it off. Yeah, it came out great. And and, uh, I'm sure the the, uh, show will be well-received and and the CD. So, And I see that the CD is available now. How would people um, get their hands on one? Well, the the most productive way to get your hands on it would be to watch the PBS program. Air dates, by the way, you can go to P- the PBS website and, and type in your zip code, or you can go to our website, craignco.com, uh, slash lights, or just go to craigandcompany.com and, and look for air dates. And um, the best the best way to, to show you your, your, your appreciation is to pledge to PBS to go uh, uh, to watch the program, and if you enjoy it, to say, PBS, thank you for doing this, and to make a contribution and an appreciation, they will send you a CD. If you don't want to do that, 
totally understand. It's a good chunk of change. It's available at Amazon or Borders or Barnes and Noble. Um, and it's also available at our website, that Craig and Company's website that I just shared with you. Right. So the the uh, concert is airing during the PBS Pledge Drive then, right? Yes. It's airing this evening in, in New York, uh, December 3rd. And then we'll continue to air in the New York area and in cities, I think over 300 cities around the country for the remainder of the month. Tell them you appreciate it. Watch it. Call them up. You know, say thank you. you know, PBS is one of the few is one of the few uh, venues out there, one of the few distributors of, pro, uh, of of content that actually listens to their listeners, not just uh, their advertisers, because they don't do advertising, you know, advertising in the traditional way. So if you call them up and say, "Hey, thanks for thanks for sharing this with our community." They hear you loud and clear. If you don't respond, then they're going to assume nobody's listening. Right. So everybody, watch the program on PBS. Make a pledge. Tell them you appreciate hearing things like Hanukkah live. Right. Lights. Lights celebrate Hanukkah. And, and you, know, you don't have to make a pledge for $90 either. That's a misnomer. That's something that people aren't quite aware of. You can just call up PBS and say, Thank you. Here's a check for $18, $10 in appreciation of, of airing the program. You know, they want the bigger money, obviously, but are happy to receive any amount of money. Well, we're talking a lot about supporting PBS here, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> if people want to send me money, they can send me money too, by the way. I, we could talk about that. And if you want to send Keith money, you can do that as well. That's right. I haven't figured out how to send uh, Keith money yet, but I'll, I'll figure that out. So anyway, Craig, I know you're on a tight schedule today. Thanks for taking a few minutes, and uh, we're looking forward to watching the show on PBS. Thank you, and thank you for your support. Happy Hanukkah. Hatsumayas to everybody. This is Alberto Mizrahi. Hi, this is Frank London. Hi, this is Craig Taubman. Hi, this is Dave Kaz, and you're listening to klezmerpodcast.com. All right, I'm back. I'd like to thank everyone who appeared on this episode of the podcast, and I'd especially like to thank Craig Talman and his staff members, Rachel and Michael, for allowing me access to the artists and helping me arrange for the interviews. I encourage you to watch Light Celebrate Hanukkah live in concert on PBS if you live in the U.S. Please consider making a donation pledge to PBS and to purchase the CD or DVD. If you live outside the U.S., the CD and DVD are available through Craig and Company. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to have your music played or be interviewed on the Clusber podcast, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released CD that you would like me to review, please write to me at keith at klesmerpodcast.com. The web address is www.klesmerpodcast.com. And you can also find me on MySpace at myspace.com slash klezmerpodcast. And now also on Facebook. So look for Klezmer Podcast on Facebook and become a fan. So that's it for Klezmer Podcast 45. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, happy Hanukkah, everybody.